Welcome to Benefits, What Like It's Hard? The podcast that breaks down the truths and misconceptions about all things benefits. Not only do we talk about what you should know about the benefits offered to you through your employer, but we also tackle topics on physical and financial wellness. I mean, come on, what more could you want from a podcast? Join me, Libby Allison, each week to hear from people just like you sharing their own experiences and experts giving us the inside scoop on the information we need to be successful. Hi, everyone. Today we have Matt Antonucci back on the podcast. He is going to be talking to us about student loans, um, the basics of what we need to know about student loans. So thanks for being here, Matt. How's it going? Thanks, thanks, Libby. Great to be back. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about an interesting big topic for a lot of people. Yeah, I have student loans, by the way. I don't know if I don't think we talked about that. So I am excited because I know very little about my loans. <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> about that. So I'm excited to learn more. Well, you're not alone. I'm I'm also in that camp um, with student loans, and 45 million other Americans are also in that camp. So it's a <laughs> it's it's a big topic, widespread topic, and um, hopefully we can answer some questions for some folks. Okay. So what's like the first thing you should know about your student loans? Oh, well, there's several things. I think when when people are thinking about student loans, whether you're you're taking out loans, whether you're just getting back into the, the payment stages of repaying your student loans. I think there's several things to, to keep in mind and know. Um, and so we can break down some of those basics. And, you know, the first maybe is some terms to just familiarize yourself with. Um, you know, the first thing would be principal on a, on a loan. So this is the amount that you are going to or that you have borrowed and needs to be paid back. So say that I need to borrow $10,000 to pay for my school expenses for the year. $10,000 is, is my principal. But principal is not, not all that you need to pay back, right? So when you borrow money, that comes at a cost. And that cost is the interest on your loan. And there are fixed rate of interest where the interest rates don't change. They stay the same over time. And there are variable rates of interest that do fluctuate over time. Um, so when I borrow that $10,000, there's an interest rate tied to that loan. And let's just say that, that it's fixed so it doesn't move at 5%. So that means I'll be charged a 5% rate on the principal, which on day one, if you remember, is $10,000. So at the end of the year, you know, not only, let's assume I didn't make any payments on that, not only do I owe back that $10,000 that I borrowed, but I also owe all of the interest that accrues on that amount. So at the end of year one, that would be the $10,000 plus 5% interest. So my, the total that I owed back to whoever I borrowed the money from is $10,500. And interest, you know, a lot of people may not know, interest on, on your student loans starts to accrue as soon as you draw on the loan. So as soon as it's dispersed out to you to pay for your education expenses, it starts to accrue. It depends on, I'm kind of focusing on the government, like publicly available student loans. This varies for, for privately made available um, student loans if you go through a private lender. But if you have a, a federally subsidized student loan, 
the government will actually pay the interest for you while you're still in school as well as a six-month grace period so if you if you um, if, if that would apply to you that that's a great um, way to start so you're not you're not accruing interest along the way um, but if you have an unsubsidized loan interest starts to accrue and compound um, from the time that you take the money out so the next thing to be aware of is the term of your loan or how long you have to pay the money back so for this varies given you know the type of loan but no student loans made available by the federal government need to be paid back within 10 years after graduation you got 10 years from the time you graduate to pay it back and there, there's other terms made available through like private lenders and you know if you qualify for any type of like adjustments the, the federal student loans that you take out um, you know that that can change your term can change but in general the standard repayment plan is that you pay all of the principal and interest back to the government in 10 years I'm assuming that the minimum payments that they set for those loans keep you on track to pay it back in 10 years that correct that's exactly right and that's I kind of reference that that's the standard repayment plan where when they give you those like you said those minimum repayments that takes into account the principal that you owe as well as the interest that you owe and it's it's a at a set amount the minimum payments to, to be repaid over 10 years now you can obviously okay. pay more on on those loans if you say hey I've got the cash and I kind of want to pay these down quicker you can obviously pay pay more like you said that's the standard repayment plan is for 10 years I am going to be very honest right now I have no idea if my loans are private or government how do I find that out <laughs> that's a good question a good way to find that out would be to go to wherever your loan your your loan service provider so even though it might be it might be a federal loan be through you might be logging in to view your loans or getting a bill from like a Nelnet is, is one loan service provider log in and just check the status of, of those loans if it's a private loan it's a privately made loan it might be through a bank so that would be a big big key indicator there if you're paying a bank back you know it's it's, it's a private loan but okay. if you contact your service provider you can see they'll be able to tell you whether it's a privately held or a publicly made or, or government student loan. Okay. I do want to preface by saying that I do go in, I do log in and look at my payments and sometimes I make extra payments. I just have never thought about whether it's private or a government loan. <laughs> no, and most people don't. Most people don't. It, it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of what's made available to you at the time. So, a lot of people just won't question all right I hey I need X amount to pay for my books pay for my my room and board my tuition whatever it is I don't care where I get the money I, I need it so it's, yeah. it's a common issue and it's one of the first places that people maybe stumble when you go to repay your loans is shoot I don't even know who I'm paying back yet um, so, you, so you might not even know you know what your loan terms are or, or who it's through before you get started uh, on the repayment, yeah. the common issue. I wish, um, so I also, I mean, when you're 18 and you're going to college, you don't know how to apply for loans. You don't know how to do any of that stuff. So 
I didn't do any of it. My dad did it for me. So I didn't know. I graduated and my dad just like gifted me my student loans to pay back. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, this is the payment that I have to make. And that's, that's where I am. Um, but so I would like, I wish I would have started conversations with him sooner. Like I wasn't even, I just wasn't even thinking about them. I didn't know how much debt I had after college. I didn't know who they were through. I didn't know how to pay them. He just one day said, it's time to start paying your loan. Here you go. And I wish I would have asked more questions along the way, like as he was setting them up. So that one, I know how to do it in the future if I ever need to. And two, I'm involved because still to this day, I'm not. I just make the payment my, and I ask my dad whatever questions I have. But I, I should have been more involved, I think, in the setup of those. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, I feel like that's common too. And I was kind of in the same boat when I graduated. It was like, hey, congratulations. Here's your student loans. Pay them back. Um, and yeah, you, you start making the, the payments and but you're like, oh man, I don't know anything about this stuff. Like, I, yeah. I know I'm making payments. I don't know who they're going through. I know where I'm logging in, but I don't really know anything else beyond that. And yeah. the sooner you can get, I guess, educate yourself on the terms of your loan and, you know, just, just, you know, just know everything that you can, you know, once you start paying those back, the better. And it's, I think it's a common situation. It's a common you know, circumstances like the starting point for applying for, for student loans is FAFSA and like most everyone, I don't know if you remember FAFSA. I remember yeah, it was I like, a, it was like FAFSA season, like the end of every school year <laughs> for the next year. Yes. I remember like my, my, my dad was always like, get on your FAFSA. I'm like, I don't know what FAFSA is. Dad. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, just, just getting more involved and more engaged because they're, they're yours after, after you graduate and yeah. Might as, well, might as well make friends with them. Exactly. Obviously, we just talked about uh, after I graduated, my dad just gifted me these loans. I didn't make any payments while I was in school, but I did have friends that were doing that. And I often thought to myself, wow, that's really responsible. Maybe I should be doing that. Um, <laughs> but I never took steps to doing that. I, I was lucky enough that I didn't have to have a job in college also. So I would not have been able to pay them back anyways. But what is the benefit to paying them off while you're still in school? If you can, uh, it, it can, it can really be a big benefit. So just a couple of stats on that real quick. 69% of students doing from their undergrad degree graduate with student loan debt. And the average balance on that debt at graduation is just under 30,000. You can knock out, you know, a, a chunk of change on those student loans if you are able to and making just the interest payments on those from from when you start out. So let's just take an example, you know, our previous example of a, of a scenario here. Let's say that I borrowed $10,000 through, through a federal student loan to pay for school over the next four years. And let's just say that the interest rate's 5% and that I don't make any payments throughout my undergrad career. And then I graduate and Let's say I get a job and I, I immediately start making payments on the loan. Over the past four years, my $10,000 grew because it was accruing interest at 5%, grew from 10,000 to 12,155. So if I was making payments, just, the, just covering the interest payments, 
throughout my four years, I would have graduated, I would have saved essentially over $2,000. And that number becomes more meaningful when I, you know, if you're graduating with, with higher levels of debt, like, you know, like I said, the average student, the average undergrad student graduating with just shy of $30,000. So if you can, if you can make those minimum interest payments, that could be a huge benefit to you at the time, you know, when you graduate. Um, I know also right now, I think that they've come out with some type of relief program um, because of COVID-19. What is that? Can we talk more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So as part of the CARES Act, federal student loan borrowers have automatically been placed in what's called forbearance, which, which means that you're allowed to temporarily stop making your monthly loan payment. And it, it goes from March 13th to September 30th. So a big window of time, it's a big benefit to those that, you know, maybe you've been furloughed or you've been laid off. I know that that's a big, you know, that can be a big issue when you're making student loan payments. So not only did the federal government say, you can temporarily stop making your payments. They also dropped the interest rates on on all federal. Again, these, these are we're just talking federal um, student loan borrowers right. here, um, down to zero percent. So you don't have to make payments from March 13th to September 30th, um, and the interest rate is also dropped to zero, so you're not accruing interest. So but that's, that's just been a big for that time frame. That zero percent is just from March to September. That's just for that time frame. That's right. And then it, it should kick back to the business as usual, I guess, after that time period. Um, but it's important to note that, so me, for example, on my student loans, I, I just have the, the automatic payment set up just once a month, whenever, whenever it's, uh, you know, whenever my payments do just to auto draft for my checking, um, you have to opt out of the COVID relief if you want to continue making payments. So this applied to everyone with federal federal loans. And if you want to continue to make payments on your loan, if you're able to, if you're in the fortunate position to, to be doing that, um, you can opt out. But the default has been no payments, uh, 0% interest. Do you think that people are doing that even if they don't need to because it's zero interest? Or do you recommend think, just keep doing it? I think if you can, maybe a way to get ahead on your student loans on repaying your student loans because you're not accruing interest and you don't need, yeah, you're not accruing interest. So uh, you're paying off the loan quicker, right? In addition, if you for some reason have made payments on your student loans during this time from March 13th to September 30th and you didn't want to or, or you couldn't have, you can actually get a refund on your student loan payment as well. Wow. You, you, might, you might have to apply for that. You gotta jump through some hoops and provide proof of that, but that's that's the extent of the re relief that they're actually going to put on your debt payments as well. That's awesome. Because typically when you make a loan payment, just to be clear, you're never going to get that money back. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know of any any other, you know, plan, debt repayment plan or, or program where they've said, oh, actually, <laughs> you know, that money that you borrowed from us and then paid back, you can have it back. Um, so it's, it's extremely lenient and extremely, you know, accommodative to those who have borrowed money through the federal government. Well, I think that all of this information was super helpful for me personally. I think it's going to be helpful for our listeners also. Um, is there anything else like 
that we need to hit home with student loans? I think it's a really big, broad ranging topic. And we kind of covered it at the beginning, but just know what type of loan that you have, get familiar with it, get familiar on, you know, there's other types of repayment plans available to you and you can, you can really tailor it to your situation. So look into that. There's a lot of great resources online. Student Loan Hero is a really good place to start and studentaid.gov is another good place to start. So, you know, the more you know on this stuff, the better off you'll be. Thanks so much, Matt. Thank you, Libby. Great to be with you again. See you next time. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be construed as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there is any discrepancy between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will always